0: Welcome to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, a podcast about helping youth workers win. So whether you are the youth pastor, an amazing volunteer, or even a dedicated small group leader, this podcast is for you. Each week, you'll hear the best tips when it comes to youth ministry. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And here's your host, Anthony Vargas. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast. This is episode five, and I hope you're ready for another great time together. Um, I just want to start off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all the love that I've received from the launch of Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, it's only been a week, guys, and honestly, I'm overwhelmed. The ratings and reviews have been incredible. Um, I've just felt so blessed from all the kind texts, the emails, the DMs, the shares on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I love that people were genuinely encouraged and equipped to do what they do best, and that's reaching other students. Uh, and the fact that it's been over 300 downloads, guys, Thank you. Thank you again. I'm just really humbled and grateful. So I just want to start off with that attitude um, moving forward. And I'm just so excited for the future of this podcast. Now, I hope that you've had a great week of ministry, whether that was on Zoom or in person um, at midweek or Sunday morning worship. I hope that you've had a great time with students. And I know for us, we're gearing up and preparing for our huge Freedom Weekend, which is our annual D-NOW. Um, but we're not doing host homes this year. We're moving toward this fun conference-style feel. But we've been busy working towards that. But I've been considering, what do I talk about this episode and what do I speak on for you guys to be encouraged by. And I've been thinking on this idea of a healthy youth ministry. So for the next few moments, and that's really what it is, just a few moments, I just want to share with you four tips to begin striving for a healthy youth ministry. And starting with this, tip number one is to share your influence and leadership. Now when I first started youth ministry at a smaller church, I fell into a trap um, I fell into the trap in which I thought I could run the whole ministry by myself with no help. And as you could probably, probably predict, um, it didn't work out too good. <laughs> see, I was, I was oftentimes frustrated and burned out and I didn't see growth. And it was until a few years later. I learned that a healthy youth ministry is one where the staff entrusts and empowers volunteers to be the youth leaders in the ministry. I don't want you to fall into the trap most youth pastors do in which they keep all the knowledge, influence, and wisdom to themselves when it comes to reaching students. Because a healthy youth ministry, it can never rest on the shoulders of one person. To begin striving towards a ministry that is in good shape, then you must start sharing leadership opportunities in your ministry. And when it comes to this, I, I created this acronym, uh, or acrostic, uh, it may be out there, but I consider REC when I think of sharing leadership opportunities. And REC is simple, it's Recruit, Equip, and Communicate. Now, you need to be recruiting year-round adults to come play a vital part in the ministry you lead. You need to cast vision to them on how they can be a part of impacting someone's eternity. You need to clearly list a set of expectations when you talk to them. Ask adults who are currently in your ministry right now if they know people who would be willing to help out. Ask students, even. Hey, who is someone you would want to come lead your small group or even just see around serving in this ministry? Then when you have the adults, after you ask them to come be a part, you need to begin equipping them. Consider having two training sessions a year. Let it be a time where you equip them to lead a fruitful small group time. Let it be a time where you tell them what a win is in the context of your ministry let it be a time where you're just sharing statistics uh, with what students are going through in today's culture and what they're struggling with in today's world. When you equip leaders, whether it's over a cup of coffee or an organized event, you can help them do what you do and maybe even better. Because I know this, one youth pastor can make a difference, but 10 youth pastors, they can impact their culture. So equipped. Equip adults to do what you do. That way you can have multiple youth pastors in your ministry. Lastly, you want to communicate with them. Communicate with your leaders as much as you can. And this shows that you consider them to be important as they lead students too. You want to to show them that they're important and that you want to keep them in the loop. Know what's going on so that when they're gathering weekly, they feel like they're actually leading in the youth ministry. So make sure you're, you're sending those weekly emails, those text messages, making the phone calls you need in order to communicate well. Because I know this, to have a healthy youth ministry, you must begin sharing your influence and leadership with others. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is always include your parents in your ministry. So always include parents in your ministry. I'll be honest, when I first entered into youth ministry, I had no relationships with any of the parents because I thought the cool thing to do was to hang out with students all the time. I was either afraid of having those conversations about their kids' spiritual life or I just neglected them altogether. And it wasn't until a few years later I started to understand how valuable the relationships with parents really are. Now I make sure every time I introduce, I'm introduce a new student that I make it a priority to immediately get to know the parent. Now, why is that? You may ask because I know that they play a crucial role in the ministry with students. Student ministry is family ministry and it's ministry to families that focus primarily on the students. Yes, but they include parents as well. And as youth pastors, parents should have a relationship of trust with us because we should be backing them and encouraging them with their teaching uh, their child in the home as it relates to the discipleship of their children because the parents are the primary disciple of their child as a youth pastor we have the privilege of affirming that discipleship that's happening in the home by the parents so when we include parents in our ministry we can then, you know, triangulate and survey the struggles that are happening in the home and address those struggles by the teaching of God's word in our ministry. We'll never know what happens behind the deadbolt. But thankfully, if we have that trust with the parent, then we'll start to understand the life of that student we're ministering to. So make sure you get to know the parents in your ministry. By having parent meetings, you know, going to cups of coffee with them, casting that vision, uh, of the purpose and the mission of your church. So whatever that looks like, just make sure you include them because you never want the gossip and the rumor to be amongst your parents. Do you know the youth pastor's name? (laughs) They shouldn't be asking that. And if you're a small group leader or volunteer, same goes for you. The parents should not be asking their student, what's the name of your small group leader? Now, we need to be pre- preemptive, proactive, and uh, talking with our parents about who we are and what we're about. Because I know this, a healthy youth ministry is one that includes parents in every avenue when it comes to youth ministry. Now, tip number three is having students serving weekly. All right, this is a sign of a healthy youth ministry. And um, if we truly believe as youth pastors that, that the students we shepherd are not the future church, but they are the church, then we should be giving them the opportunities to serve the church and exercise their spiritual gifts they've been given. Our student ministry, for instance, has seized this opportunity, and we created a student leadership team, and our lead team is basically a serve team where students can come and serve the church, and they can do so by being on different teams that best fit their spiritual gift that they be given, and they can exercise that. Um, they have to you know, they go through a full process of filling out an application, having an interview with one of our staff, and then committing to serving the church and being there. And that's what a leader is, right? A leader is someone who serves. And that's one of the reasons our ministry is currently in a healthy season is because we have 40 plus students serving weekly. They get it. It's not a student pastor ministry. It's truly a student ministry where students are not only serving, but ministering to other students, whether it's welcoming new guests or teaching the Bible on Wednesday nights or even helping each other out. Listen, if you don't have students serving in your ministry, I would encourage you to start tomorrow by reaching out to students who are committed already to being there, available weekly, and just someone who you see potential in and just asking them, would you be willing to play a crucial part when it comes to this youth ministry? If you're interested in what a student leadership team looks like in your context be, you know, feel free to reach out and we can chat more about how you can get one going from the ground up. And there's also some resources I know you'll find helpful and I can send those to you as well. But having a student leadership team, creating that opportunity for students to serve will be crucial in moving forward to a healthy youth ministry. All right, that's three tips. The last tip is this. Tip number four is having evangelism and discipleship be a priority, okay? So these two things remain at the top when it comes to a healthy youth ministry. I mean, it's the proclamation of the gospel to students, inviting them to respond weekly, and then investing into a group of students. Those two things have been by far uh, one of the most imperative pieces of a healthy youth ministry. I, I just want to ask you something real quick. How many times does a new guest have to come to your youth group before they hear the gospel and know how to clearly respond to it? Is it every week? Is it every six weeks or at every quarterly event? You know, ask yourself that. How much does your ministry share the gospel? A healthy youth ministry is a ministry where your students know they can invite a friend and without a doubt, that new friend will hear the gospel and have a chance to respond to it. Yet, it can't stop with evangelism, though, right? Discipleship must precede that. After a student responds to the good news and starts a relationship with Jesus, they must have someone willing to disciple them or teach them what it, what it now looks like to follow Jesus. When your parents, adults, and even your team start to invest time into a smaller group of students, things start to change radically, Right? knowing that they're reproducing what they believe into someone else, you're going to start uh, to see multiplication happen. And, and when multiplication happens, it's a true sign of health. So be adamant about sharing the gospel and providing invitations weekly. And don't be afraid of having personal conversations about the gospel as well. But also invest your time discipling students and and watch them do the same. Because the whole goal um, is to reproduce what we believe into someone else and showing them what it looks like to follow Jesus, teaching them what Jesus has commanded so that they may obey. Because I'm telling you, students are waiting for someone to tell them the good news and we have to make sure we are prioritizing our time weekly to share that and secondly invest in students who can then go out and pour into other students so when you do this i promise you incredible things are going to happen and this is a sign of healthy youth ministry um so last thing i want to give you a bonus tip when it comes to healthy youth ministry and it's this a healthy youth ministry begins with having a healthy youth pastor see the youth pastor plays a significant role in the realm of a healthy youth ministry now i tell you that because next week we are going to break down what it looks like to be a more healthier youth pastor and some tips to go alongside that but just know now it's very important that you personally are in a great state for your ministry to be in good shape okay so anyways, I'm, I'm done with that. I hope you took something from that. Um, just to review, tip number one, share your influence and leadership. Make sure you have others on board uh, when you're reaching students with the gospel. Tip number two, always include your parents in your ministry. I can't stress enough how much a parent's involvement is so important for your ministry to succeed. Tip number three is having students serve weekly. Grab a few available and dedicated students, discern what their spiritual gifts are, train them up, and let them serve others. Lastly, tip number four is having evangelism and discipleship be a priority. Never stop sharing the good news and investing in others to do the same. Well, there you have it, guys. Four tips to a healthy youth ministry. Make sure to tune in next week as we're going to talk about Tips to being a healthy youth pastor. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's episode. If you need anything, feel free to contact me through my DM on Instagram at youthpastortips or email me Anthony at youthpastortips.com. And if you honestly are enjoying these episodes, which I hope you are, um, would you mind submitting a five-star rating and leaving a comment review? It takes five seconds to do the little stars. And that would help me out so much. Uh, But nonetheless, I'm so glad that you tuned in. Just never forget, you're awesome. Thanks for joining us this week on the Youth Pastor Tips podcast. Make sure to visit our website at youthpastortips.com. And also, be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply share with another youth pastor about the show, that would help tremendously. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Youth Pastor Tips podcast, and we'll see you next week.